Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're out there and you're wondering how do I give back to this great podcast community, tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. We'll take them all. That's right. We're here every Monday, and we want your emails. I had, you know, this week, Shelby, you know, called me on, on, the, on, the, on the bat phone. He was like, we need more emails. We're, we're running out of emails. And I get it. Luxury Lounge emails we get a lot of because anyone can find a problem. But J-Train emails, we're always asking for specifics. We want stories. We want drama. And you did send some amazing emails. But if you're out there and you've got a problem, something you're going through, lifestyle, relationship, any type of advice email, send it in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And I am on the road, people. If you're listening right now, um, I it is a Monday. I'm going to be in Vancouver. There's still tickets left for the first show on the 22nd, 23rd. Sold out. Thank you, Vancouver. Uh, I'm going to Aruba. Yeah, I'm going to do a little comedy gonna bring the haas to aruba so if you're gonna be there i'm there uh the end of the month of february kind of like a birthday trip so to speak well you know one of those like uh, let me sit on the beach and i'll make some jokes at night irvine i'm coming to irvine we, we switched that date before and now it's happening it's all happening so coming to irvine california indianapolis spokane oklahoma city dublin belfast london uh copenhagen amsterdam Berlin, uh, Oslo, Nashville, Tennessee. So jaredfree.com, some fun dates. I can't wait. Very busy, very excited about today's guest. Hilarious comic, host of two podcasts, not another... You gotta walk me... Not another... (laughs) They roll off the tongue. Not another true crime podcast. Not another true crime podcast. And... Virtual reality. Virtual reality, (laughs) like TEA... Yeah, love a little, it. Little sip, little little shade. Yes. A little shade. <laughs> Danny Murphy, thank you for coming on. Oh my God, thank you for fitting me. You are. I, I feel like your Google Calendar would freak me out. It, it, it's. <laughs> you know what would freak you out? How unorganized I am okay. with it. Like I'm doing things off the top of my head. I need to like really get myself in order. And then you know you mix alcohol into that, and you're like, I don't know where I am when I am. What's well, going on? Well, that's when you listed all the European places you're going to. I'm like, a. How much is he packing? B. How hungover <laughs> are all those connections going to be? Right. Right, there's, there's gonna be a lot of uh, me farting on trains. You know, like, <laughs> next to a bunch of people studying abroad. Right, <laughs> and them farting too. You know, all of us just farting together. Me and oh, a bunch of twenty-one year olds. The American dream. Yes, that is the American dream. Now everyone should go follow Danny. Hilarious at Cashmere Danny on Instagram on everything on, everything. on the whole deal. All the things. Um, so the true crime podcast. <laughs> Are you always been interested in these things? Is is a uh, because. Here's what I, I when someone asks me about mm-hmm. this podcast, I'm like, and I tell the tale of the J Train podcast. People are like, uh, you know, wh- who? When did people get into it? When did people like it? And I was like, well, it started with like a lot of dudes writing in, like you know, guys being like, but this girl, how do I fuck? And it's like it got a little boring. And then women started writing in, and the emails got amazing. Mm-hmm. And I credit True Crime for bringing women into the podcast space. A hundred percent, because I feel true crime kind of did start as like, it's like true crime and reality TV, the two things I focus on are two things that I feel uh, at the beginning, no guys really watched. Right. And a lot of women were like, oh, this is interesting stories because, oh shit, that reminds me of someone that happened to something or could happen to me. A lot of times I feel true crimes guys watch as like, (laughs) This is ridiculous. Yeah. And a girl's like, oh, that w- I went on a date with him. Like, right. So it's a lot, a lot of that. He fits that. the profile. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't like to put myself out there. Well, I guess that's interesting that, like, the better, you know, I, I, we're talking about crime. So obviously, like, we're not trying to, like, you know, make, you know, make a laugh out of someone's, the, the worst thing that ever happened to someone but I, or a family. But at the same time, like, like the better looking the, the killer, oh. the more attention it gets, as crazy as that sounds. It's truly, I feel like, and it's kind of like a Ted Bundy or even when you have like Anna Delvey now, like mm. they treat it like it's New York Fashion Week. Like they'll go on a <laughs> runway. Like if she gets, if and most likely when yeah. she goes back to trial, she's going to have a sponsored outfit. Like it's going to be head to toe. Really? Something. Yeah. So this is all happening. So that's the thing, like Anna Delvey, g- yes. g- you know, catch me up. That's the, so she's, she's the, the, the one that made an accent up. She, she made an accent up, made this whole backstory up. And I, she's one of the scammers I kind of tip my hat to because she only 
really scammed rich people. Mm. And I'm kind of like, you know what? As long as you're not taking money from people who like, it's their life savings. Right. Because it's like, she was like 23 telling 45 year old guys like, invest in my foundation. And like, they're listening to that. I'm like, well, also, you know, even if it's no foundation, you know, even if she created, I'm not defending her, I guess, but I'm saying if you created a company that goes out of business, you know, you can use the money wrong and just because there's an actual business. Oh, right. now, like, How many, like, I feel like I'll like donate to like my friend's Kickstarters. And I'm like, what the fuck ever happened with that? Right. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just giving $5 left and right. Right. And Anna, too, she never has once said she's a good person mm. or she wanted to do good. She just wanted to have parties. <laughs> she was she, a yeah. take from the rich, give to the me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was her whole <laughs> thing, which, you know, you, you know, that's kind of that's a lot of people with their parents. <laughs> You know, a lot of people are like... Walking around the West Village, I'm like, oh, every person who's not working today, I'm right. like, how are you doing this? How's like, this happening? You're working on an app that's like Tetris, but like for food delivery, <laughs> because your parents are living in Connecticut. That might be a good idea for me. I like that I would have to like do a game. Like I'd have to be sober enough to fill out a riddle to have delivery come to me. Like anytime I'm too... Oh. like Right, because like I get drunk and I order late night. How great would that be if the app had a game on it that's awesome. now we're talking. All right, now, now gonna, we're living our West Village dream. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see Liam, who was at the Elk, where I just got coffee from, who was just like trudging away on his laptop. Yeah, there's plans there. Well, Danny Murphy, I'm so pumped you're here. We have emails to get through. Um, we we're gonna get into other people's problems. Everyone, go follow Danny Murphy at Cashmere Danny on Instagram, on TikTok, on all the stuff. Hilarious comic. Uh, not another true crime positive. I like that you've extended into the scammer world. Yes, me because I do. I host it with Sarah who's so amazing yeah and everything so we kind of were like cry because it is a heavy subject and it gets a little intense but i feel now scams are getting so popular in the media and also more there's just more ways to scam people like the tinder swindler people are (coughs) scamming on any platform possible so you got to talk about it because those are also ones where you're like (coughs) look out for this well i guess you know with crypto and with um apps and you know we are you know, scams happen when there's a divide between generations, I think. Mm-hmm. And like back in, you know, in the, you know, you have the snake oils of our time <laughs> yeah. are like things that we think we should understand before we understand them. So like all of our parents think they should understand everything that comes on a phone. Yeah. So if you went to like some rich older person, you're like, I got this app idea. They've heard of app. You know, <laughs> I've got this, you know, whatever, this foundation. They've heard of the word foundation and people don't want to look stupid and then they end up being stupid for not wanting I to look stupid. I feel that even happens with like, like even younger people because how many things do you get into because all your friends are doing it Mm. and you're like oh uh let let me watch like let me binge this show now because everyone's doing i don't even know what the last of us is about i'm about to binge it because like everybody's talking about it (laughs) right i don't look stupid it's the same thing i feel with the nfts when people are like okay well tom brady's doing it and my friend is doing it so i guess i have to do it when i saw that it it is funny that when you if you're if you'll allow yourself to sound stupid then you kind of figure it out like you go because i remember the nft thing i was like so it's just cartoon pictures (laughs) of monkeys like that was i was like and i was like "Uh, what and like when you and you go and they go yeah yeah yeah, you you own it and you're like "Uh, yeah i could own i i I mean i guess (laughs) i feel i always just want to break it down to did your parents give you too much love as a kid or not enough? That's kind of when you break down any person falling for a scam, it's kind of at the the root of it. Right. You need to be in the middle of yes. getting hugs and not too many hugs. You need to be acquaintances with your family. Just like, hi, how are you? Like, you'll sit next to them on a plane. Yeah. We're not going to talk on it. Yeah. <laughs> with headphones in. Well, that listen, might just be the Irish in me. But yeah. I love it. Danny Murphy. Everyone go follow at Cashmere Danny. We're sponsored people. Ooh, better help. Better help. When life gets you feeling overwhelmed, working with a therapist can make, can make you prepared to take on life i love better help for one solid reason it is a easy toe into the world of therapy so if you're new to it like what i do when i'm looking for a doctor i'm googling doctor i'm going jared you idiot what are you doing and then you give up you get hard on yourself this is a great way it is a amazing platform website to let you kind of just Move it, and also it's an uncomfortable thing to like go to a friend. Hey, do you have a therapist for me? Now you have a platform that you can go on on your own and get to see, you know, different therapists. Go kind of try it out, and 
the cost is brought down because you're not paying for an office or a waiting room. BetterHelp is the uh, therapy option that is convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Easy. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J train. I love that sponsor. Get involved if you'd like. Here with Cashmere, Danny. Do I say Cashmere? You can call me whatever you need to. <laughs> I also love to. You told me this was going to be filmed, so I dress like a country star. I don't. I, I love just. It. I just looked down at my outfit. I was like, "What the fuck am I wearing?" I think you look great. The boots are great. I don't know if we're getting that on camera. I love I'm the boots. Flexible. Oh my god! Here yeah. we go. Zara six years ago. <laughs> they are falling apart at the seams. Oh good. Well, <laughs> they, they don't look it. Okay. <laughs> Haunted by a ghost. Dear J train. Sending you the softest, most velvet-tipped feathers. I've just experienced the most egregious ghosting behavior and urgently need your hilarious, incisive commentary. That's a ghost. <laughs> There's a spirit here. I know. Well, something just went off. Are we good? Okay, good. Teresa ba- Caputo walks in. She's like, uh, this is the ghost haunting. <laughs> ba- who? The Long Island Medium. Oh, hilarious. I like to say I'm the New Jersey large. <laughs> Background. In the summer of 2021. 2021, she writes in all caps. A man and I, both in our early 30s, went on a bunch of dates, had a lot of fun sex, and even exchanged playful, flirty gifts. Then, by the time August rolled around, he ghosted me after increasingly unreliable texting. I didn't chase him since it seemed extremely undignified, and there were plenty of red flags along the way. Fast forward to last week, mid-January of 2023, and out of the infinite, ever-expanding universe, this 35-year-old man-child, she writes in all caps, texts me after a deafening 18 months of no communication, saying, he had been thinking of me, wishing me well, meditating on how we'd watch how we'd watched Tiger King together oh. and was hoping to reconnect. I said I'd be open to a casual drink, accepting that he acknowledged uh, accepting that he acknowledged that he has behaved like a complete cad and owed me an explanation and an apology. It has now been three days of radio silence since this exchange, and I am just left thinking, how could he not assume this the uh, how could he not assume this would this would be the natural stakes of reconnecting. Do men not possess the imaginative capacity to guess that women ha- also have and wish to pre- preserve their own self-respect? Why stick your neck out on- if only to balk at it? Uh, to- why stick... This person is say, this- loquacious. <laughs> it's SATs. I'm like, balk. Right. I don't- There's so many words I just nodded. I'm like, 100%. Right. <laughs> why stick out your neck if only to balk at what seems to me an extremely reasonable set of parameters for reconnecting? What do you think about this email, Danny Murphy? Uh, it's hard. There's a lot of things going on. I right. like that she literally kind of made her own documentary of like the time <laughs> and place. No, she explains it well, even though there's a lot of SCT words. Yes. I, 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 everything she's writing, I think, is on the nose. And like, it's almost what we're talking about with like sounding stupid. Like yeah. she's almost so like um, she's, she's naive a little bit. Doesn't yeah, it sound that hopeful, way? Which I love. Right. I love she has some hope and I think it's hard. They were hooking up and like going on dates summer 2021, which was like the hot vaccine. That's when right. people were dating. No one was exclusive. I don't think then because it was the right. first time we were able to go out and right. about and do anything. And then Omicron started creeping its way uh-huh, in. Uh-huh. And I think her biggest not flaw, but biggest thing she has to maybe should learn in 2023. And it's something I have learned. And I tell my friends, it's like, cause she wants to try to get closure or like a long-term right. relationship from this. And an external person will never give you that. See that th- this is what I, I, I love what you said. The, the idea of getting closure, she wants from this something he had never put on it. You know, like mm-hmm. she has looked at, she has made this a very, and here's what she's doing. What she's doing is very 2023. She wants yeah. to get into the years. The languaging she's using, no one could disagree with. Everyone can, this is internet speak that doesn't work in real life. Yeah. She's going, can you believe? Yeah. You know, all the facts are true. If, if you broke down this to, guy fucked me, stopped talking to me, came back, I asked for an apology, he never came, he goes away again. <laughs> you go, what a monster. Right, <laughs> his cards were on the table. Right, and but then you go, you go. That's a monster, and that mm. everyone in the comments section is going to take your side. Mm-hmm. You put this story on TikTok, ooh, girl, like, you're going to have him. egg. Fuck him. The emojis. The everyone's in the in the you know trash. Mm-hmm. Men are trash, and everyone's going to agree with you. Everyone is going to agree with you. You're not at the right place for agreement. You came 
for incisive commentary. Yeah. My commentary, I can only speak to the emailer. This email is so interesting to me. It's so, <laughs> it lives in the land of TikTok where yeah. I'm going to get everyone to agree with me. Here's what I would say to her. I'm looking at something very specific. I didn't chase him since it seemed extremely undignified and there were plenty of red flags along the way. It says, uh, August rolled around. He ghosted me after increasingly unreliable texting. The idea that you didn't see that this was falling apart, you know, the writing on the wall, you know, and here's the mm -hmm. thing. You even brought it up. You said you she kind of likes him. She yeah. wants to get closure and kind of wants to see if this could be long term. Yeah, he I, I mean, she's sitting there. I, I She wants this to be a long term and you go, but you so the person who wants it to be long term. They say that person ghosted. The mm. person who doesn't care and just this is a fizzled sexual out. fizzled out, mm -hmm. right? And how many times do you think she planned what this dinner like bumping into or something in the shower? I feel this is one of those major moments. Where she's like, oh, if I see that, right. I'm gonna let him have it, or he's gonna come up to me and be like, I'm so sorry, I messed up. Right, I'm in therapy now and I'm so much better. No one gets a fight. No, no. And also, if you're like doing all this, he's not worth your time. This was a fizzle to him. Yeah. So he's coming back on. Oh, you know what? It's been a while since I've fucked. Who do I have? Who am I on good terms with that likes my <laughs> naked body? And it's January. Like maybe she saw when I was up ten from the quarantine weight. Right. I'm in the Christmas looking good. cookie weight now. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> she, yeah, she knows this body. Yeah. <laughs> and I do feel like she should not be Miss Fizzle, but Miss Frizzle. Maybe don't text him back. Take a STEM class. Well, well this is that's the point. It's like it, 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 you know, if you're gonna stand on. What is it called? Like she's like almost more or um she she's taking a moral yeah, high yeah. ground here, and it's like you know no wonder because to him this was a fizzle. Mm -hmm. To him he goes, "Hey, I'm back," you know, because you guys were texting uh, unreliable texting. Because this isn't we fucked. If you wrote to me, we fucked, and then the next morning I never heard from him again. Then he came back like, "Hey, what's up?" Oh. That's not what happened here. No. Unreliable texting that lead to an eventual ghost. Mm -hmm. That is ghosting to you, fizzled to him. Yeah. And so no wonder that he comes back and then you go, and then he comes back, he goes, hey, what's happening here? And you're like, I will need an apology. I will need a written text letting me know that you will, you know, and, and even the way she like, wrote oh, it. too much work. Yeah. Imagine if you I'm wrote back, here. he was like, S like, sorry, just saw this to her text from 18 months ago. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That would be, then her story is, is, a, little different. is a little different. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying she's wrong. Again, no. this is like in the TikTok world. Like, yeah. I get everything you're saying is correct but you know it's easy to be correct it's hard to like get to you know where you're trying to go and it's like yeah. that uh, that involves empathy and forgiveness that involves like you know how long how you know you right at the end you know um I, I a casual drink accepting that he uh, that he acknowledged that he has behaved like a complete cad and owed me an explanation and an apology what's the explanation also in no way is that a casual drink then no <laughs> right he's like I thought I was gonna get blown yeah he's like what the fuck is the written she's exam? like I'm finding a bar in Brooklyn that has a powerpoint so you can write out what you've been doing each month that wronged me and when you thought about me in each month right. so it is funny to me because I I it's when you hear this problem, you go, I get it. Like, yeah. I, 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 all of this is disgusting. But she's like, how could he act this way? I'm like, yeah, he acted this way because at no point, and here's my advice to her, mm -hmm. is what you said in the shower, she let it build yeah. up. If she, I think if she had gotten, if she had not, she's like, I have self-respect, which I agree you do. But it took you, you know, it's, it's almost like these little mini disrespects mm -hmm. you didn't call out to now have this whole thing i will not text them back so if you just said hey your texting is bullshit i want to go out and, and and gotten ahead of it then you would have saw that he's not for real you would have saw yeah. like he's not look and, and i think being a little pain in the ass in the beginning makes this not happen because mm -hmm. you wouldn't have gotten this far or you'd be with someone who's knows what they're dealing with because i don't think he even knew that he could make you mad I he because he probably didn't know the pressure that he was putting on her, which is so. And I think they're probably dating in different ways because she was saying mid thirties, maybe. Right. Her friends are moving forward and stuff, and she's like, and I'm still dealing with fucking like flaky texters. Right. And it's a hard, and I feel like it's a hard thing too, because I do the when you're like you you want to try to hide your crazy a of little course. bit. Of course. Of course. Oh my god, it's so chill as you're like stewing. Right. But I think you have to kind of just let it lightly out, like you were saying, and just kind of be like, okay, this texting or. Communication is a big thing to me. Right. If he's a flaky texture because work is busy, then because then you could see what his answer is. He's like, "Sorry, I can't text when I'm at the office. My boss is annoying." Right. That's one thing. Or he's like, "Oh," and you're just like, "Okay, well, fuck you. I don't need that." <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast 
at gmail.com. Here with Danny Murphy. At Cashmere. Danny, go follow. Hilarious. We're sponsored. Green Chef is here to help you eat better and feel better every week. Green Chef sends you new recipes. You get over 30 meal choices every week and can switch plans easily. Always find a healthy and tasty meal. Here's what I love about Green Chef is you want to be healthier. And here are two things that hold you back. The size of the meals you're making because you're shopping for one or two and it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. And having creative options. Because if you do grilled chicken every night by Thursday, if you do grilled chicken Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're feeling good. You go, ah, what else can I do? And then you don't have any, you don't, you don't got any other moves. Green Chef has 30 moves, okay? So they have options for every lifestyle, keto and paleo, vegan, vegetarian, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. Green Chef is now offering 10-minute lunches. Each week's menu includes two convenient low-prep and nutritious lunches, rest, lunch recipes ready in just 10 minutes. No cooking required. Perfect for when you're on the go and still want to eat at lunchtime. Eat well at lunchtime. You can, and Green Chef shows up right at your door, everything you need. I, I think this is a no-brainer, especially this time of year. You're at home more. You're not traveling. This is the time of year to kind of like have that Green Chef option. Go to greenchef.com slash JTrain60. Use code JTrain60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's a deal, people. That's G-R-E-E-N. C-H-E-F dot com slash JTrain60. Use code JTrain60. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Love that sponsor. Let's go. Six-year boyfriend made appointment to sperm bank. Oh. Interesting. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Rings Long- aren't cheap, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time writer. But after this, I can see myself writing in more, LOL. My boyfriend of six years just told me he made an appointment to donate sperm. That's okay. okay. Uh, he said it super nonchalant. <laughs> what are you up to this weekend? Yeah. All right, I'm just, just going to you know, come in a jar. <laughs> just went back to casually watching TV. My favorite brunch spot in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> come in a jar? Yeah. You're going to come in a jar? Yeah. Oh, my God. I heard it's back. Does rating? Yeah. <laughs> watching t- said it super nonchalant and just went back to casually watching TV after, but, <laughs> stopped, but it stopped me dead in my tracks when I heard it. For reference, we're 26, so we've done the college relationship, casual sex sleepovers, friend groups, etc. Have graduated into a more adult relationship, living together, getting a cat, and full-time jobs, etc. At least that's what I thought. I just acted calm, but in my head was like, what the actual fuck, and asked why. He said for extra cash. And I... <laughs> Is there anything that just sounds worse than, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go to the sperm bank and need some extra dough. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, cat litter's not cheap. Right. <laughs> He's like, do you want Miss Frisky's? Yeah. We can't afford these cats. I got to come in a jar. Um, come for cats? Oh, yeah. It's new charity. <laughs> come for cats. As I was One, eight, seven, seven. Come for cats. One. Come for cats. We got cats and they need litter. We come in a jar. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so he said for extra cash, and I didn't want to sound judgmental as I was actually curious to how he came to this idea, and I asked him a couple came. more questions. Sorry. After about 30 seconds, he said it maybe wasn't a good idea. He didn't want other kids finding him later and then started playing games on his phone. But I was honestly taken aback. Did he not think about that first or the fact that we have been together for six years, have talked about kids, and don't really need extra money? I mean, I'm sure everyone does, but it's not like we're struggling. It gave me the ick to my own boyfriend, but is there a way he's not just dumb as fuck and actually has some sort of logical thought process? Uh, or am I waking up to a clueless boyfriend who just does, who doesn't think something like this is a big deal? Just need some normal people to talk this out. Thanks for all you do. The stepmom in 18 years. I love this. <laughs> this is an email that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I, I, you know, so, I, I can feel that we got a big influence because I did, I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, uh, Shelby was like, we need emails. And these feel fresh to me, Shelby. These feel like they'd never, you know, may, made me, this is their first time listening to the podcast because oh. these are like, yeah. these are cute emails to me. Like, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, like the last two, because I see these emails and I'm like, I'm seeing everything. I don't know what you think, oh, but what do you think? I have, I know these two girls more than I know my family. Now. <laughs> like I, the brunch I'm booking for all of right, us, right. while her man comes in a jar. Cup, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, <laughs> that is the weirdest brunch ever. You think drag brunch is fun? 
come to I'm, this one where some dude just jizzes in a cup before the food department shuts it down. <laughs> I'm like, Eric Adams, come on. We're being inventive here. Yeah. yeah. Small businesses. Yeah. yeah. Small businesses, big returns. Right. right. Uh, I feel like it could be as simple as this is a fun way to make extra money. I don't, okay. you know what I mean? Stuff like that. But I do think there's a weird element to that because exactly what she said, I was like, okay, if we want to have a family, right? What is what is the down the line situation of right going on? But I also do think she's like we're like kind of an adult relationship. I don't think any relationship at twenty six is an adult relationship, well, which is a hard reality to come into. <laughs> Danny, I think that's the point that I am going to you know what? Uh, jump on because I'm like I feel like because you've probably I mean we both lived through twenty six and right. I've had so many friends like no we like you know like we went to like. Uh, CB2, we mm. got like a coaster. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that, no. she kind of did that. Yeah, she, no, exactly. Like, we got she, a cat. She kind of did say, like, I we have a cat, so that means we're adults. We're adults and it's yeah. like, no, 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 obviously not. Maybe you're an adult, <laughs> but you're not dating an adult. 100%. And this is, uh, so I like that you brought up, like, it could just be he wants extra cash. Fine. That's on the table. Mm-hmm. That's not the part that would worry me as much as I think this guy is about to break up with you. And I, I don't mean to like make this because she wrote in for a is because in my head, I'm like, she's writing in. Well, wasn't this a stupid conversation? No, this guy is signaling. This, this is like, I don't know if this is called. This isn't um, maybe it's gaslighting of a certain mm, kind. Yeah, like mm. guys, what we do, I and I, I'm sure you've done this where you kind of go, I'm in this thing. Everything's great. I don't know if it's for me. So now let me throw in this like. Molotov cocktail of a thought bomb. It's you wishing for rain. Yeah. It's and like you when go, everything's going well. Yeah. Right. And you going, let me bring this up. Now this gets us down the road of conversation. Now we've had, at least we've had a weird conversation. So it's not out of the blue that I'm like shaking this thing up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about cash and whether I have enough of it. You know, like the, to me, these are, this is a frivolous thing. Like you're like, well, why would he bring this up? And you go, there can only be, I don't believe anyone is this stupid. Like the no. idea that he went back to playing games after 30 seconds, he goes, oh, maybe not. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, also like, make your man turn off the Xbox and have this conversation. Right. Which shows, A, that it's not <laughs> a really an adult relationship. And that is such a true point too, that he's almost like, does he need extra cash because he thinks he's going to be paying rent on his own soon? Right. And also, um, I feel there is a thing where he's kind of like, you were, I love the point you're making where it's like gaslighting in the sense he's kind of like, keeping things so when Mm. he has a conversation with her it's kind of like when you can get like what you can get charged with there's like one thing you might be able to like get like a guilty plea for but there's like five things you're guilty for right be like well you didn't appreciate my sperm bank (laughs) and now you know you just don't appreciate me right well there's two directions there's that direction Mm -hmm. where you go i mentioned that you didn't even take me seriously (laughs) and that's like a you know shitty way to go or there's him just letting you know what the breakup will be about mm. the what the breakup will be about is that he's not where he'd like to be financially. Mm-hmm. You know, he he in no way was ever going to go to the sperm bank, in my belief. I think he's just mentioning the things that he is stressed out about. He's stressed mm. out about w- having kids later in life, you know, which equals getting more serious, going to the next step. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's fearful of the next step. And he's also bringing up the reason that he's going to end it where I'm not where I'm at financially to be able to take care of you. So I'm going to end this. And I think this is him. It, I, in my mind, I've called this the pre-breakup. Like he's giving all of the anxieties mm-hmm. so that it won't be out of nowhere later on mm-hmm. when you have a more serious conversation. And again, on the spectrum of what this meant, it goes from I'm an idiot who just wanted extra cash from coming in a cup <laughs> to I am a super genius. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, he's like, I'm a maniacal, yeah. like evil, you know, breakup genius where I'm planting the seed mm-hmm. for what. And she even with the time stamp, they're 26. They started dating at 20. This is quarter life crisis shit. So all of this doesn't make sense until you think of it and you go, oh, it does make sense. Because you know? there's so many, because I, I feel like that's the thing people are like, oh, we're college sweethearts. Like that's usually the writings on the wall where they're like, right. oh, you have it. All your friends have been able to have a fun mid 20s moment mm-hmm. and you haven't been able to do that. And you're kind of, and he's probably also looking too. He's like, oh, this is it. This is it. I have her cat then we're going to have a kid. 
Right. Then we're going to have to move somewhere <laughs> with a backyard. Right. I don't want to do this. And also, I'm just realizing, too, I think you make more money from eggs, not sperm. I think sperm I'm is sure. kind of like, you got like. So sperm, you can find it in any, and you can find it any alleyway. Also, you can be like, do you want to come in a cup for free? Right. Guy's like, eh, yeah, yeah, okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> JTrainPodcast.com. Well, well, she's going with her cat. <laughs> don't get another cat. No. You know? I'm here with Danny Murphy at Cashmere. Danny, go follow. Uh, let's do another one. Divorce Daddy, an update. Obsessed. I love an update. Dear Jared Feather Feather, I wrote to you in April 2022. So we're coming up a little less than a year um, about uh, dating a dad who is going through a divorce. For reference, I am now 32. He is 46. We had decided to take a break while he figured things out but continued talking. You said we should quit the break and just go on a date. Okay, so I don't know what I said, Shelby. I don't know if we can find this. I, if you guys want to go back, it's April 2022 is when it came okay. out. Um, it's going to be in the description, Divorce Dad. That doesn't sound like my advice, but maybe it is that they should just go on a date. There's got to be more it's context. It's the advice she heard you say. Right. Well, I'm sure there's more context. I, yeah. I, if it says you should just go on a date, it sounded like they had never been on a date and there was a lot of discussion. Yeah. Now, maybe that does sound like my advice. So, okay. So, I'm not positive. I didn't go back and listen, but I'm, I'll take you at your word. Well, I took your advice. We started dating again and soon became exclusive. I met his kids, his parents, and his ex. I felt like we were building something together, but it was hard. He had been with his ex for 15 years and still living in the house where they raised their kids. She rents a house across the street. He admitted that he wasn't sure if he'd ever want to get married again, and he was honest about potentially wanting to date around. I tried to break up with him a few times, but we always uh, found our way back to each other. Eventually, it came to a head near my birthday. He hadn't planned anything, and I felt him pulling away. So in a half hearted text I said we should maybe take some space away from each other for once he agreed he said he was finally working through his sadness and trying to figure out his life I guess I imagined him alone in his room playing guitar and reflecting on how he could better our relationship nope the night before my birthday, I called him. He told me he had bought a plane ticket to England to visit a former colleague. He is a professor, and he and I also met at a university where he still works. I know of this woman. She is Brazilian, beautiful, and successful in ways that I am very envious of. The way he talked about her made it sound like he was in love. He said maybe he'd want to want to be with me in the future, but he has to explore this with her. He also called our relationship heavy, and he wants to try something lighter. Obviously, I'm completely heartbroken. I feel like I sacrificed a lot for him. I all, all for him to go run off with another woman the second I asked for space. This also pay, plays into so many of my insecurities that I'm not pretty, successful, or exotic enough to be with him. I guess my question is, how do I move past this? I'm still in love with him. I was prepared to give him time to, time to grieve his divorce and then come back to me with a clearer head. But the fact that he literally bought a plane ticket to go try things out with someone else is driving me insane. Should I just cut him off forever? What's going through his head? Is this just about sex? Thanks for the laughs and the free therapy and sorry for the heavy update. Well, don't be sorry about the update. I don't think it's, you know, it's, it, it's heavy for you. It's real. I, I, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. What do you think, uh, Danny? Murphy? Well, a divorced dad professor on a plane to England is like, I'm Googling that later, but <laughs> I, like, I'm obsessed with her journey. I feel she's been having the time of her life despite it now getting right. a little bit heavy. I think she was his grieving the divorce, unfortunately, though. That's so right. I feel I he was like, okay, I've been, because 15 years, that's a heavy right. time with a kid. Wife across the street, I'm sure they're they're going to be amicable for a while. Right. And he's just like, let me have a little bit of fun. This girl they met when he was a prof- when they like at university. I don't know the mm-hmm. levels of that. And I just kind of feel like she was his fun. But he's also realizing I have a kid. I don't right. know a if I want someone else in the house mm-hmm. like who's younger. Because then if this professor who is in another country is just his fun little like rendezvous escape. Right. That's kind of scratching his like itch of like, I was sharing a bed with someone for over 15 years. Right. Maybe I can get what I need here. And then also wait to date a little bit more until the kid's out of the house and then I communicate ag- less with the mom across the street. Totally. I agree with you in the, in the sense that like, and just you can be dating someone who's dating you for different reasons than you're dating them. Yeah. And it can feel like you're doing the same thing. It can feel like, oh, we're doing all, you know, and also when you're with a divorced dad, he's going to date you like you're his wife. 
Mm-hmm. Like he did all, and I'm sure that she's going, we're doing all the things. And she even wrote it. I met the family. I met the kids. Of course you're going to meet the family and the kids. The longer this goes, the more he can't hide those things from you, the more he can't hide you from his life. That is his life he's bringing to. But just by nature of him bringing you into his life, it is. these are all very serious things that may not have been serious for him or they were serious. And I do agree. I think he's doing this in service of himself. Yeah. It's a selfish thing. He is and. You know, dating is more selfish than we want to believe. Like it's emotional roller. Or, and also, or, or, I feel too. If there, if I had a friend going through a divorce, I would tell them, "Be selfish now," because I'm mm-hmm. sure you were not. Something was going on in your right. marriage that it wasn't working out, and it sucks to be on girl. the other side of that. Yeah, because it's like you need to prioritize yourself and your kid. Right, and and, and, and she's you know probably prior prioritizing him and the relationship, yeah. and he's not even though it seems like he's prioritizing her and the relationship, these are all convenient things when you go to his kids and meet mm-hmm. him. You know, he ha- he is who he is. He, you can't he, hire a babysitter. He, right. Like, yeah, come. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I and I think, you know, to speak to the other issue she has of comparing herself to this person that he goes to visit, here's the thing. And I'll speak as a, as a, as a, as a guy a plane, you versus a plane. If if he's looking to be casual, which it sounds mm-hmm. like he's looking to be, yeah. someone who's a plane ride away is a better option than someone down the street. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you look like or your success level. So the idea that like you're comparing yourself to her, this wasn't like a you or her decision. This is she presents a situation, as Danny said, that is like just kind of an easier thing to Can be. They, yeah casual with and they probably are on the same page of what they want it's like no one well, did, yeah. we don't even know that yeah, she sure. could be on the same page as this woman like yeah. oh he's coming next to me. week right like, <laughs> brazilian <laughs> professor <laughs> right <laughs> right she's coming he came to my city he must think this is serious he's got a wife and kids he's got or he's divorced you know like and and you go no he's being selfish yeah. he's going i'm going to brazil and i'm gonna go fuck and then i'm gonna have an easy out yeah because you know? uh he's like oh i'm checking into my flight goodbye Right, I gotta go, yeah. and we'll figure this out over the phone. And then she's never like, "Well, I'll be over. We'll talk about this." Like, <laughs> and I—that's not to like be frivolous about her problem because I do I think know. he, she is. She says she's heartbroken, and and <sighs> uh, and it is heavy. And I think for her, she writes, uh, "How do you move past this?" I, I you, you gotta hang out with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. You have to re- try your best to not compare yourself to this other person because the other person, you and that person are not. Apple for apple. It's not, that is plain right away versus down the street. Mm -hmm. Two different women. I don't care what your, what uh, what the other things are. And I feel her, I feel like she's someone like me. Like sometimes after a few dates, you start zillowing houses and you're just like, well, I get like, I don't know. Like not to be crazy, but I don't know. She might have to just take like maybe date for fun a little bit more, which is not always what people want to do. But I have friends who like after a few dates or a few months, like they break up with like, what was that then? And I was like, I think if you just get, to, like, I think that would also help her confidence too. Right. Not that she's lacking, but like in comparison, not confidence, because it's like, then you don't realize what you don't bring to the table. Mm. When you start going on fun dates, you're like, okay, this is the fucking shit I bring. Right. And you look at the person, you're like, okay, well, what do they bring to the table? Okay, I can go enjoy <laughs> myself. That she should start framing herself instead of being like, oh, he's going to this girl. I'm like, I'm sure he has a dad bod, which I'm into. Right. But uh, it's like, she's, and like, I'm sure like some shit going on with him, but like, He's got baggage too, so you don't have to Absol- feel like she like. Well, I think what you're yeah. saying is is so correct. Where it's like she needs to make herself. She has to be as selfish as this guy. Yeah, was. yes. And that, like, in this scenario, she's like, you know, she's going to the kids and you know helping mm-hmm. them through this tough time. And it's like, when were you at the front? When were you the star of this mm-hmm. movie? And I think she's got to like start. You were doing waiting that. for him to plan a birthday. Plan your own brunch. <laughs> and if you want to be crazy. Hang out with the wife across the street. Right. J- I'm not <laughs> recommending that, but I'm saying right. cross get my together. Mind. You got something in common. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. You know when you know what's not fair? Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies based on your location, then has the nerve to increase their prices on you. That's right. They've just raised their prices again. Now you could just cancel your subscription and protest, or you could be smart about it. Make sure you're getting your money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do. With ExpressVPN, I can control which country I want my Netflix to think I'm in. I just finished watching Ma. It's not on U.S. Netflix, but with just one tap of a button, ExpressVPN lets me change my location to Mexico to watch it. Isn't that cool? 
Uh, ExpressVPN is a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ExpressVPN is also super fast. It works on your phone, laptop, smart TVs. So you can watch your shows on the big screen, zero buffering. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. I use ExpressVPN when I'm on the road. I know it will keep me secure anywhere. When I'm using ExpressVPN, I know I'm getting the best protection. It's like having a junkyard dog with me online. So stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. Don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months of free uh, ExpressVPN. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N. Dot com slash JTrain, expressvpn.com slash JTrain. Okay, here with Danny Murphy at Cashmere. Danny, go follow the podcast, Not Another True Crime Podcast, the reality tea. <laughs> I love reality, virtual reality. I, two podcasts, go check it out. Okay, a stinky situation. You ready? Yes, odor is a big thing for me, so I'm okay. Scared. Good, I'm excited. Jared and Guest, Feather Feather, great podcast. Listen, I love listening to them throughout the week. I can't wait to see you live in the NYC area. Trying to get to Comedy Cellar one of these days. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on their calendar. People ask me for my New York dates all the time. If you just go to the Comedy Cellar website, I'm on the lineups. Um, they show sold out, but it's a reservation system, so people don't show. You don't pay. So. If you get there 30 minutes before the show, you should be able to get in. So here's my issue. I'm a PhD student in a biomedical engineering program. Because of the irregular shape and limited space of our lab, I was given a great corner area with two desks. Ooh. It was the best situation. When I am tutoring students, they can sit next to me and I have some space to put my things and not feel claustrophobic, etc. My issue is this. My PI, principal investigator, who runs the lab, just welcomed in a new student last week, which is standard when someone graduates. A new student or two is generally welcomed into the program. However, we are at max capacity for the number of desks to students, and my PI asked me to give up my corner desk for the new student. I reluctantly said okay, since he really put me on the spot in front of 10 peers during our lab meeting. The main issue is that the new student has horrendous odor, to put it lightly. Comparable to hot garbage in NYC, <laughs> in the middle of the summer on a 105 degree day mixed with severe body odor and unwashed putrid gym socks he since he has joined I have not been able to sit at my desk even after buying air fresheners and Febreze spray that I spray every day in the room to try and help dissipate some of the odor my world has been turned upside down I now sit and do my work at a at my lab bench uh, which is also unsafe since there are chemicals that I shouldn't be in contact with nonstop. Help, what do I do? If it's a cultural thing, I feel like I'm not allowed to say anything to him, but uh, but something must be done. Please help, sincerely, a girl in a very stinky situation. This is a tough one. Yeah. It's even tougher because she said something in her email that like you like she goes, if it's a cultural thing. Which didn't need to be said. No. It didn't need to be said, but here's the thing. She's now signaling what's going on. These are two people from two different backgrounds. So, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want... I would advise her, stay away from that. Just because you're from different backgrounds, smell the smell of smell. smell. So, yeah. Okay, so I, I... The minute you go into that territory, you've made this into something it doesn't have to be. And I don't think it's something she believes it to no, be. No, because I'm like, if it's body odor, that's not... <laughs> That's 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 just body, yeah. Right. So, what does she do? How do we get rid of this stink? Well, it's hard because I was gonna say air freshener. She tried it. She tried it. I'm assuming they wear masks. I don't know if you could put like a little scented thing in the mask, but I feel she has two actual options in my okay. mind. One, find the bitchiest person in your program mm. to make them complain because <laughs> there's probably one. Find find you know, you're you're heavy. Yeah. Get the get the, <laughs> yeah. get the, the, the street tough. You're you like, need. Wait, you smell that? And they're like, right. Wait, yeah, I want to change something. Or because you work <laughs> Pitch in Pitch Stein, you're like, bring her in like a guard dog. She comes out, you bring in the, the, the biggest asshole in the room. The yeah. way I'd fly in for that for her. <laughs> I'm like, hi. Uh, but my other thing is, I wonder if she can go like germ route and tell her, like, whatever the PI, mm. um, like, hi, I'm just like getting really like conscious about like germs i just need my own space can i work somewhere right. else because i don't imagine a world I she then has to keep up that lie there's another yeah. part you know someone brings up germs and they're like oh you got a problem with germs <laughs> you're like i guess i do uh, you know i think she's got to go through this um there's a couple ways that I, I agree with a little bit of a sidestep mm -hmm. she's got to go to her the person who placed that person there yes you got to go to that person and do not mention 
fucking cultural background. That's a big mistake. Um, don't mention. Um, I, I also don't like. This is. It's a theme of. This kind of goes into that TikTok world. They're like, I'm next to the chemicals. I could die. Don't make it more dramatic than it has to be. Because yeah. I'm like, you the, work with them. Right. Right. So <laughs> like, like I, let's let's keep it right. You work I'm with these like, chemicals. Hey, it's isn't like, that all those big words I didn't understand? Doesn't it involve chemicals? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like let's not let's live in reality. Here's the reality. And keep it simple. You don't need to get everyone in the world on your side. I mean, like, mm -hmm. that's the thing. That's what she's trying to do. She's like, it maybe it's a cultural thing. You know, like now you're looking for what? Like the alt-right people to come with you? <laughs> like I and it's very internet speak. <laughs> like I to me, it's like there's there's an easy way to go. You go to your boss, you go, there's a smell in my office. There's a smell in my corner. There's a situation. Room. We have a situation. Yeah. There's a smell in my corner of my room. Can you and if and if it doesn't smell to you, then I'll stop complaining. Go over yeah. there and check it out. So then that you need to create a ragtag team of misfits <laughs> to be you need your own Avengers. You know, you need this group to come together to go it we need to make it smells a fact, not an opinion. Ooh, yes, cuz then that and also she works in science. That's it. Right. I have a hypothesis. Right. Go that's over that. there. Am I crazy or does mm -hmm. it smell over there? And then they come back to you, they go, it fucking stinks. <laughs> and you go, okay, what should we do what about this? Yeah. What happens now? What do we do? Get people talking. Well, you know, and it, it is mean. It is, um, all of this is tough. It's very uncomfortable. But, I, but it's like, you can't, Go into someone's air. I, I scratch under my armpit as I'm talking about this. Oh, I've been like spreading my armpit so like the smell is infested. I'm so self-conscious now. Yeah. Well, it's, the thing is we don't want to make someone self-conscious who yeah. doesn't. You know, I I actually envy this person. They're Same. walking around. They they smell. They're just living life. The they're amount like, of Altoids I chugged, like literally chugged in like a blender before coming. I was so, I get so worried about smelling. Right. What's that? You smell nice when I was adjusting. Danny. Do I? You got a good Ooh. smell. That's the thing. I paid for that smell. Well, that's the thing. Hello? We need this person to be hello? smell as nice as Danny. Oh, so I, I'm still down to fly in. I don't know where this. <laughs> is I think you got to create, make. I, I and I do believe make this not an opinion, not a yeah. fact. Make it a fact. I mean, like what they're trying to make a fact is I'm working near chemicals and I could die. No, no, no. That's mm -hmm. you're only doing that because your opinion is that this person smells. No, you need to have people come over and go and. The other thing with the you know the biggest bitch at, at, at the lab, if they just walk in and go, "Whoo, what is that?" Just have one person walk over and go, "What is that?" And ask them and be like, "Hey, you got to come over here. Is this smell over here? What is that? What is?" It? And be a little bit dumb, but yeah, uh, you know, play dumb. Like, is that a chemical leaking that could kill us all? What's yeah? What's going on? What? What is it? Is everything okay? Because then that person would be like, "Oh shit." Right. I hope they would say that. And you don't have to do this in front of a lot of people. No. I would even say maybe it's you and him alone in yeah. this corner of the lab. You go up, you go, something smells it. Do you smell it? Oh, yeah. And then they go, no, I'm good. And you go, really? And then you, let's bring over, let's bring over the PI. <laughs> do you smell that? Yeah. Fuck it. What? What? You don't smell that? And now you get people talking. You have people on your side. And I do think I, I feel like she needs to act on it, A, for their own sanity. Be, if I was this person, if I'm not aware that I'm smelling, I would want to know. Right. I I want to I want to know if my flies down. I yes. Right. Spinach in the teeth. Right. No, and I know it's hard because it's not like your friend for this girl, or just become best friends with them. Be like, right. By the way. Right. Right. I'm here to help you. They and get then like yeah, yeah, like no, it turns into like the clueless scene. I want to be a supermodel. Give them makeover. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Danny Murphy at Cashmere Danny. Friend gives divorce ultimatum. Shit. Okay, so this is a am I the asshole style email, which is big on Reddit, where they're mm -hmm. saying, am I the asshole? I have told my best friend that I can't be friends with her unless she gets divorced. <laughs> divorced. Whoa. Jared and lovely guests, all the feathers to your, na uh, your nether regions and whatnot. Can't wait to see you live in June. I'll get right to it. My best friend over over 20 years won't leave her husband. Shortly after getting married in 2014, her husband became seriously addicted to drugs, and for the last nine years, he has just fallen off the wagon in many extreme ways. I can't get into all the details because you'd be reading this all day, but there have been physical and emotional affairs, 
Online sexual activity with females constantly lie after lie, continued drug use. The latest of all his transgressions, which brought all of this on, was his arrest for public indecency, involving an incident where he exposed himself to two strangers, one of whom was a minor. Hey, I've seen the video of, video of the incident. He was being a predator. No denying it, even though he is trying to. Hey, this is... Okay. I mean, that's a heavy. that's a laundry list. Yeah, the divorce girls. You thought your email was heavy. Yeah, this right. is right. All that being said, I don't think my friend is going to divorce him. She says she wants change and she can't stand being around him. But I'm really concerned that her codependency with him and her fear of being alone is going to keep her in this marriage. She also has three kids now with him, so I I know that is playing a factor in her wanting to stay. But come on, enough is enough. That I mean, three kids. I you know you have to understand how am I going to do this alone? Is yeah, is that's... not being alone? How am I going to do this alone? You know that it's different than if without the three kids. You go, come on, dating's not that bad. Yeah, you're going to be okay. Even though you hear horror stories, this is worse than dating. Three kids. How three are you going to get a space for them? Hands for them? Money for afford them? Afford yeah. all that stuff. Uh, but I listen. This isn't apologizing for the husband, no. but I I'm empathizing with why she would stay in it. Um, I emotionally cannot do this anymore. Over the years, I have been on a constant roller coaster with her and have honestly been as supportive as I could while trying to keep my negative opinions to myself. I've been so excited that today will be the day that she leaves him, that each incident will finally be the last straw, but it never is. She will even say she is done even going as far to talk to a divorce lawyer at one point a few years ago. But she quickly retreats and starts withdrawing into herself and hides things from everyone until it blows over. She goes to therapy, but it's not leading to her, her to a divorce. If anything, it's making her feel like she should try harder in her marriage. I roll. She kept uh, his last affair a secret from me for two years because she knew she wasn't going to leave him. I think by staying in her life, I'm being the friend she wants and not the friend she needs. Her friendship means too much to me to let it become surface level and dishonest. I'd rather not be friends at all than to feel like I'm condoning her choice to stay with him by just keeping the status quo. Am I the asshole for telling her that I'm not willing to be her friend until unless the divorce papers are signed? I know I need clear boundaries for myself and I have to protect myself and my family, but it's been two months since I've talked to her and I still can't shake the feeling that I'm abandoning her, that I'm abandoning her uh, and it wasn't the right thing to do. I need a third party perspective on this because I'm just not, I'm just emotionally fucked by it at all uh, at this point. Thanks, Jared. What do you think? Whew. Heavy, uh, heavy, 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 heavy. Yeah, I feel, I mean, because the woman in the marriage is doing all the proper steps in therapy and stuff like that. And I think the writer, the emailer, is thinking what she would do in the hypothetical shoes. Mm. But sometimes you have to realize that's not what you're supposed to do because she doesn't want to, it seems like she doesn't want to leave him. And that's right. just the, and also probably a lot of that is she's like, okay, well this is the family I built and I don't want to leave him in his constant time of need. Cause it's like all those last straws. She's probably thinking he's doing all this with me in the house. God, and it's not her fault. What happens next? But right. God forbid, what could happen well, next? It, it is funny. You're you're talking about the woman who's in the relationship. Yeah. It is interesting. What you're saying is true. She is the... She, what, there's a word for this. The, she's helping him. Like a caregiver almost. Or, well, she's... Um, and someone's going to DM me the word. But it's like she's like... She's the... Because she won't leave Oh, enabler. It, she's enabling him. Mm -hmm. She's enabling him. She's mm -hmm. the enabler of him. Because... His life, he knows how to handle his, as crazy as his life is mm -hmm. with the cheating and the drugs and the, you know, the things he's accused of with the video, she's still there. So mm -hmm. he comes and so he's handled this and she's enabling, she's enabling this world to exist where he never see, loses anything. There's an escape route. From right. Her. And now what the emailer doesn't realize, or they did realize, and that's why they're stepping away, they're an enabler too. Mm -hmm. They're enabling her to stay as the enabler to him. It's like a long chain of enabling. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I agree with her. She needs to end this friendship because, again, and, and she's worried about the same thing you're saying with him. Like, yeah. She's worried, well, in this, I can control everything, and then if I step away, it'll be my fault when she and her husband have uh, further issues or and she has nowhere to go. I think... The breakup is the way to go. Maybe even the breakup as far as saying I'm an actual breakup. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm no professional. I, I'm talking out of my ass. But I'm saying, how do you let someone know I'm done with you, but the door is there if these things are done? I feel, because like she's kind of going like, oh, I'm so, like, uh, and I think she just riled up in the email being like, 
there's so many chances she does a divorce, all this stuff. Instead of saying to her, instead of saying to her friend, like, I can't handle you anymore. Like, you need to work yourself out. Be like, I am, emo- I don't know how you're doing this. I'm emotionally drained right. and heartbroken over your situation. I might need to leave, step away from my own mental health. Right. I'm here if you are looking for a change, but I feel like I can't help you do what you need. I, I even to go further on that. I agree with you. I think having a breakup mm-hmm. and saying, listen, this is about me. Make it about you. Yes, make, make you be selfish. Mm-hmm. I, I'm your friend forever and always. I'm going to stop talking to you. I'm going to stop. I'm going to get off the roller coaster. I got to handle my own life. Mm-hmm. This is draining me physically, mentally, spiritually, all that stuff. Here are the things I need from you for you to be able to come back to me. Yeah. And, and I would make them bullet points. I'd be like, if you're divorced and you've moved out and if these things, and that seems like you don't have the right, but you've been friends for 20 years. I'm not saying she doesn't have to listen to you, no. but you now you've laid it out. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to do to have access to me. Yeah. So if you're divorced and you come, if you're br- moved out of the house and divorced, now my door is open I'm here. to you. Let's get a plan. I'll help you out with anything. Right. XYZ. But I'm not doing this roller coaster. No. I'll go with you to the next ride at the U theme park. Yes. Right? I'll go with you to single mother of three. Fast pass, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. let's do that roller coaster. That one mm-hmm. at least is positive and heading towards a better place. But I'm not doing this roller coaster. You know, it's broken. It's it's gonna someone's gonna get killed on it, and I don't want to be killed on it. And I think it's hard too, because twenty years, I mean, the girl doesn't know any other life, so if that's what she wants to do, you gotta just right. she's protecting herself. And they gotta be selfish. I I Ugh. I don't think you're an asshole. I no. think this is a horrible situation. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Is that okay? Yeah. Awesome. Everyone go follow Danny Murphy at Cashmere Danny. Go follow Cashmere with a K. There we go. Can't get past the shame. I mean, we are getting some. Oh, these, are, these are wintertime emails. Are you replacing Dr. Feather? <laughs> Jared Feather Feather. Love everything you do. Have tickets to a European show. I'm bringing the group chat. Thank you. Aww. Can't the WhatsApp. wait. The WhatsApp, that's right. (laughs) Around six months ago, I was on a night out meeting my best friend's new boyfriend for the first time. It was a gang of people getting drinks. I was introduced to my best friend's new boyfriend's best friend. That's a lot of best friends. It was, (laughs) they wrote that, I love it. It was instant attraction for me and we ended up kissing that night. We didn't exchange numbers and I assumed we would eventually bump into each other again in passing. A Couple weeks later, we matched on Tinder. We messaged back and forth. Ultimately came, nothing came of the chats. Cut to another night out. We're both out and we end up kissing again. In the end, I decided to text him. We exchanged messages, and I did something I had never done before. I asked a guy out. He replied saying he knows he, we would have a great time, but he feels it would all be a too close to home, which I presume refers to the fact that his best friend is, is, uh, best friend is f- with my best friend. In reality, we all know it simply means he's not that into you. There is now a wedding coming up. Everyone will be there, and he is in a new relationship. I can't shake the shame and embarrassment of having put myself out there and been rejected. I know you have to shoot your shot, but when it doesn't work out and it's someone who you mix in social circles with, I can't help feeling it was. Ne- it is never, ever worth it. Please give some Jared wisdom to shake the shame. Thanks. No doubt his new girlfriend will catch the bouquet. So, <laughs> at least she's staying positive. Yeah, you know, yeah. And weddings are fun to go to. Right. What do, you, what do you think? That, I feel, she's being too hard on herself. She's being too, I was like, sh- I was waiting. When I hear the word shame. Right. I'm like, you guys just kiss at a bar and then you right. text it? <laughs> she, I mean, right. She's, she, I can tell her some stories to make her feel better. Right. Herself. Like it's, She's acting like she's going to come to the wedding and everyone's just going to stand. Like she's going to walk down the aisle and go, shame, <laughs> shame. You asked a boy out. He said, no, look at her. She's prettier than you. You'll never amount to. You know, that's she's not, not going to happen. Single table. She's just eating the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> we got your table, pig. And it's just a pigsty slop. <laughs> <laughs> she's also busing. She's like, right. why am I? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, and we're making fun of this because it's, it's not so, that big yeah. a deal. And I know it's you. You're the star of the movie. You feel rejected. And and I'll say to you this, this guy probably ain't going to end up with the person he's <laughs> no. going to the wedding with. He's telling you, again, men, men go away from, are attracted to and put off from situations. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I right? And How almost, many times have you, Hooked up with someone, you go. That's this is because it's comfy, cozy land for me. Yes, radiuses. It's easy, and there's no effort, and you're down the street, and it's just okay. This is just what's happening. Right. It almost seems like he understands that about himself too, because mm. he's like, 
no, I'm a piece of shit to date. Right. That's why I don't want to date you because I don't want all your friends and then my right. good friend who's dating your friend to have to hate me or like shit on me because I'm a piece of shit. Right. I'll kiss you at the bar, but like you're welcome in advance for avoiding the train. Yeah. Well, that that's the whole point is like I'll kiss you at the bar, but I'm not going to put you through not texting back yeah. after a wedding. And I, I don't want to live in this awkward land because I know I'm not ready. This to me, it's funny that she has no... Men, men are never given the 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 thought that we have any emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. We have much more emotional intelligence than anyone, and the emotional intelligence is us going breakup coming, breakup coming. Not oh, we could end up together forever. We're not in yeah. Hallmark land. We are living in a, a in a horror movie of breakup land of like the upside down like time going out. You're like okay, this is the, the shoe's gonna drop. She's gonna realize I'm a piece of shit. Right. I'm done. So let me get ahead of this mm. and not be a piece of shit. And now, because he got ahead of it, now he's even more of a piece of shit because he's not gonna be yeah. at the wedding with her. And it's like, listen, I I, understand, I do think you did the right thing. Yeah. I think she asked a guy out, She got, and you got your answer. You're never gonna make out with this guy in the bar again. You're done dreaming about makeout, dude. Yes. You're done with the hallmark tale of I'm dating the best friend of my best friend's best friend. <laughs> He broke the spell. Like, you should be thankful for this. You're free. And also, I'm sure the guy, if you're into one of his friends, you're probably into another one. Right. Weddings are the best place to be single, too. Absolutely. Because there's I, always the couples fighting. Someone's crying in a bathroom. And you're just they're just like Ed Sheeran comes on. They're like, we have to dance, babe. And right. like, you don't have to do that. You can get another drink and meet someone cute. Here's the other thing. He didn't. He's not. Here's how he's going to talk about you at the wedding. Mm. He's going to go, yeah, I made out with her. She's hot. She's, he's not going to go, I made out with her, and then I put her on a scale against the woman I'm with now, and mm -hmm. I was like, no, that's the one. That's not how guys talk about You are hot girl he made out with, not, you know, woman he turned yeah, down. Yeah, like, oh, she was obsessed with me. And also, there's also a chance, too, because he's bringing the girl, he won't even look at you, because he just wants to be like, I would John go right up John looked down. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I would go right up to him. Hey, great yeah. to see you. Hope all is well. Nice to meet you. What's your name to his girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Whatever. I would be, I, I, I can't tell her how to feel because I no, feel bad for yeah. her. She's using the word shame, but I, I, I think our what we're talking about is just we're we're making it's so little, Lydia, so small. Yeah, it's so fine, and I'm just like I just need her to know. I don't know what kind of drinker she is. Right. No speeches. No, no comments. <laughs> no singing Marvin's Room JoJo version. No, no, you no. Got no, 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 baby. Girl. Have a protein bar before this wedding. <laughs> Because you're not going to want to eat. You're going to want to drink. Have a protein bar. Think smart. Think thin, baby. There we go. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Danny Murphy, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. This was so much fun. So much fun. Everyone go follow Danny at Cashmere Danny on Instagram. Two podcasts. Go, go, go. Go follow. So funny. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.